4: Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple
1: Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern.
5: Jesse Kelly show let's have some fun on a Friday and yes it is me I'm here I'm back in the chair on a Friday and today's show is different than any show we've ever done before why well here's why you see you email the show We read your emails. All your emails go right to Chris. The ones you send to Jesse at jessikellyshow.com. They all go right to Chris. We read them. And then we set some aside so we can read them on the show. Now, that said, we set more aside than we ever actually get to on the show. And we thought it would be fun, funny, interesting to take this. Do you hear this? Can you hear this? It's a, that's what you call a huge stack of papers. It looks like a Bible sitting here. These are your emails. We thought it would be funny and fun to take a Friday show and pick the oldest ones first, not the newest ones, and simply do three hours of your questions and comments. And and there is they run the gamut in here. Of course, there's a lot of Biden politics, border, Ukraine. I mean spending, COVID, you name it. There's a lot in here, and we are going to do a big email roundup for three freaking hours, and it's going to be fun. So that is tonight on The Jesse Kelly Show. No calls, no guests, no nothing. You and me and a Bible of emails, all right? And then before we get to the old ones, i I should probably get to one of the newer ones because I'm not sure how to take this And, well, just walk through this with me. The subject of the email is hate mail. (laughs) Jesse, I hate your show. Let me tell you why. One reason has to do with something that, to your credit, you regularly admit about yourself. You're a community college educated dummy. There is never a time that someone listening might pause and think, is this Thomas Sowell or Jesse Kelly on the radio right now? If Rush Limbaugh was lowbrow, then they are going to invent then they are going to need to invent a new, lower category to classify you. I also hate your show for its corporate shilling. <laughs> Whether it's Mantis X or Chalk, you're always pushing some machismo patriotic product without any shame. Promo code Jesse, by the way. But if I'm being honest, my, my hate for your show really, really boils down to the fact that despite all this, I listen to you every day anyway. And as if that isn't bad enough, I broke down and bought a mantis X and I've been taking chalk for a week now. <laughs> Don't worry, you shill. He says, I made sure they knew you sent me. You know what writing all this down made me realize? It's not you I hate or your show. It's me. I hate myself for loving you. And he signs it, resentfully listening. <laughs> it's got to be the greatest email in the history of the show. I still don't know whether he likes me or not. But, I mean, he's listening. Thanks, buddy. So, without further ado, let's get to some more ones. This one. This one's from last year. This is from 2021. Oh, these are going to be a wild ride. Dear Jesse. Dear Jesse. I'm a listener from Ireland and I heard you play our PM's comments on CNN. I have no idea what those comments were about Ireland being 94% fully vaccinated, but the 5% unvaccinated are causing a lot of trouble to drive this point home. He's a qualified medical doctor. There is a mask mandate here and forced hand sanitation in most workplaces, even though both those things are ineffective against COVID-19. Yada, yada, yada. I don't think he actually has a point to make there. We're going to move on. Look, we're walking through this together. You're with me. Hi, Jesse. Oh, man, these are old. Although Nancy Pelosi is ultimately responsible for passing this monstrosity build back better bill, I have to place a lot of blame on Republicans. Well, it didn't didn't get passed. I think a lot of them don't care that it passed. Oh, he's talking about the infrastructure bill. Look, when it comes to Republicans or uh, when it comes to Washington, D.C. Republicans, let me let me explain something to you. they you already know this, but there's so much favor trading when it comes to Congress, and that's a big part of why Republicans are so worthless so much of the time and here's what I mean here's what i mean let's say uh let's say you got elected to Congress tomorrow, maybe maybe you're running for Congress right now or Senate or something like that. Let's say you got elected to Congress tomorrow well even during the process of you running if the powerful republicans in washington dc if they thought you could win not even that you were going to if you were going to they'd really ramp this up but if they thought you could win here's what you experience and i and i say this from experience because i was here i ran for congress twice in arizona at first i i had no shot right and then towards the end they thought oh my gosh this guy might win and so what i experienced was this you have the heavy hitters in leadership positions. And remember, there's a lot more leadership than just the Speaker of the House, you know, or the minority leader. There are the guys who head the House Republican Conference. There are the guys who head the, the Ways and Means Committee or, or, or the, the military committee. There, there are powerful guys that get to powerful places you only get to once you've been there for a while. And once they. Once they figure out you might win, they don't wait. They've done this long enough. They don't wait. They immediately start being really nice to you, doing you favors, talking to you a lot more. Uh, Back when I was running for office, I think Paul Ryan was – well, I know he was in Congress. He wasn't the speaker because Boehner was the speaker. But look, that's a great example too. When I was running for Congress and they thought I might win – I mean, I was the furthest thing away from establishment. They hated me. Boehner flew out to Tucson to do a fundraiser for me. I still have a picture with him. Flew out and did a fundraiser for me. Paul Ryan's calling me on the phone. They're writing your campaign checks. You see, these guys, and I know this is sick, but look, this is how the sausage gets made. Uh, This is going to come back to the bill. These guys, they always raise money, and they're not. Always raising money for themselves. Actually, that's a small part of it. Because the guys, especially the heavy hitters in leadership, they raise so much money from the various packs and things like that, which is also gross, but they raise so much money from the various packs, and they're normally in very safe seats. They don't really have to stress whether or not they're going to be re-elected. They're gonna be fine. Even if they look the, the other groups will come in and, and run campaign ads for them, they're gonna be fine. But you all raise money all the time. Whether you're a freshman or whether you're one of the powerful heavy hitters, you're raising money all the time. It's continuous. You're always on the phones. They have at the NRCC, the National Republican Congressional Committee, it's a whole you know office building. Well, I think it was two or three floors of a building, but it's a whole office building. I've been in there several times. They have dedicated areas for the congressman to come in. And just get on the phone and start calling people for money, all right? So they're always raising money all the time, and that's not just for themselves. That's so they can hand it out to people running for office. Oh, hey, uh, Jesse, here you're running out there in Arizona. This is this is Bob Jerkwater from Arkansas. Uh, I'm going to send you a campaign donation, all right? Just remember, Bob was there for you. That's a long way of saying: by the time you even get to Congress, there's a feeling. There's a feeling of you owe them. and, And even if they don't own you, right, there's still a feeling that you owe them. And then that's just the beginning. When you're a freshman, because you just got there, you don't get the choice office. You don't get the choice committee assignments. Remember, they're not all just there. They all go on various committees. And some committees are very, very powerful and exclusive, and some committees are not. Armed Services Committee, I called it Military Committee earlier because I'm stupid, hugely powerful. Everyone wants on it. If you're the Republican and you're the head of the Armed Services Committee, you just have a lot of money and power passing through your hands. The Ways and Means Committee, hugely powerful. Well, you don't get on any of those really as a freshman unless un- unless you, someone really owes you a favor. You don't get on those as a freshman. You have to work your way up. You have to be a good little boy or a good little girl, and then once you've been a good little boy and a good little girl for long enough, doing what leadership tells you to do, raising money, not making trouble, eventually after so long... They'll start letting you on the good committees back to what you were talking about. Why do Republicans go along with so much of the garbage? Because a lot of them get told by leadership, Hey, nothing we can do about this. Let's just be smart and ignore it and go along to get along. Hey, don't make any waves, man. don't, Don't you want to be on ways and means don't make any waves. And that, that is a big part of what you see. All right. It's going to continue to be a crazy show. Who knows what kind of emails we're going to get. I'm not looking at them ahead of time. I'm not looking at them. We're going to discover them together here on the Jesse Kelly show. Before we get to that, let's talk about you. Let's talk about corporate America. Where where did you get your bedding? Where'd you get your sheets? Let's talk about your sheets specifically. Where'd you get those? You know, Mike Lindell at MyPillow, he's been fighting for us. He's been fighting for election integrity. He's been fighting for the values you care about for a long time and hurting, hurting his bottom line so he can fight for what's right. He also has the best sheets on the planet. Giza Dream Sheets. And they're 60% off right now. Six zero. You have to go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener specials and use the promo code Jesse and you get Giza Dream Sheets 60% off. Go get two sets so you can always have one on when one's in the wash. MyPillow.com, promo code JESSE, or call 800-845-0544. I've got an animal inside of me.
2: This is Jesse Kelly. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show.
5: Jesse Kelly Show. Remember, remember, you can email the show. Jesse at Show.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. If you're just joining us, a different show tonight than we've ever done before. What you're hearing, this is a sound effect. I'm doing this myself. You hear that? You hear that? That's a gigantic Bible-like stack of old emails we never got to on the air. I have them turned upside down. Chris can verify. I have not looked at them. We are going to take the entire three hours. It just felt right on a Friday and go through all these old emails. Maybe they're dumb. Maybe they're good. Maybe they're happy. Maybe they're sad. Maybe there's hate mail in here. You know I love that. But either way, we're going through this together. Let us continue. To the pink crayon eating microphone man. (laughs) It's not nice. With 21 years of service... I'm now battling this BS mandate. I've filed my religious exemption. I have my plan in place once they deny me. Their denial will not be based on anything other than their orders to deny all religious requests, especially now having heard the decision to dishonorably discharge 35 Navy SEALs after their religious exemption has been denied. You know, I'm going to stop there. We forget, obviously this has been, this is a while ago. That guy's either out or, or he managed to get an exemption. I doubt he got an exemption because they didn't get many in, but we talk a lot. We talk, I talked a lot about it last week, about the people who are forgotten. Last week I was talking more about you know healthcare workers and whatnot. We don't talk about the military people, the men and women who lost their careers because of Joe Biden. What utter garbage. Imagine the... I I've told you this story before about betrayal or the feeling of betrayal when we were we were in Iraq, we were invading Iraq and orders came down that we had to take down our American flags. We weren't allowed to fly American flags anymore. And I've I've said and I maintain that's the most revealing moment I'm, of my life. And the best way I can describe what we felt was we felt betrayed. We we felt like We felt like we'd been betrayed by all the people in charge of us. Think how you'd feel if you were 10, 15, 20 years in Army, Navy, Marine Corps, Air Force. (laughs) Seriously, but if you were 10, 20 years in and they came and said, take this or you're kicked out. And they just tossed you out like trash. How much garbage is that? God, I cannot stand these people, man. I can't, I I can't stand these people. All right, moving on. Hi, Jesse. Would you please ask your wife for her beef tenderloin recipe? Will you post it on Instagram and read it on the air? Also, the reason your handsome face comes through on the radio is because of your great sense of humor. (laughs) Let's go, Brandon. Oh, someone wants to know beef tenderloin. One, that's not the wife's recipe. That's my recipe. Okay, that's not actually totally fair. It, it was my dad's. My dad's recipe. All right, here's what it is. And I know times are tough, and I don't know when the next time I'm going to be buying a beef tenderloin is because they're freaking expensive, but they're amazing. If you've never done it, I realize I, I may be talking to people who've never done it. You can go into a meat shop and ask them for a certain, a certain amount of pounds of tenderloin. Three pounds, five pounds, six pounds, seven pounds. And remember, you're paying by the pound and you're going to pay through the nose. But it's this long, I don't want to call it tube-like, but that's almost what it's like. It's this long tube-like meat. And the way I cook it is going to make everybody angry. Every single meat person listening to the show is going to scream at me about searing it and grilling it and smoking it. And, And I understand all your complaints. Okay, I get it. I get it all. I don't pretend to be a cook. But I'm telling you, this is the best stuff ever the way I make it. I take a big uh, uh, casserole dish, and I put some olive oil in there. And then I put a bunch of soy sauce. And then I put a bunch of wor- Worcester. I can't really say that word. Worcester sauce. And then, uh, let me think. I'm doing this off the top of my head. Garlic powder. A lot of black pepper. Uh, basil. I use actually the, the fine basil stuff, just the stuff that like you find in the spice section. A uh, little bit of dry mustard. And then finally, I take some of the, the, the little jar you can get of minced garlic. I put, I put a generous amount of minced garlic in there, and I whip all that up. And then, this is, I'm going to get so much hate. And then I take the meat, and I put it in that uh, marinade. And I marinate it for 48 hours. Usually, I try to go for a couple days, 48 hours, and it is the greatest thing you've ever eaten. And I need to, I need to confess one more thing. When it comes time to cook it, because I've been you know, marinating, marinating it for 24 hours and flipping it and whatnot. When I cook it, I don't grill it. I don't smoke it. I don't even take it out of the marinade. I take that casserole dish with the tenderloin and the marinade in it. And I turn the oven on to like 400. Slip that bad boy in there and cook it to temperature. And it nails every single time. Every time. Boom. Jesse, you have some great takes. But uh, your Oh, this is a Thanksgiving one. But your Thanksgiving dinner sucking take may be the best one yet. Guy doesn't like turkey. Okay. Thank you. Jesse, I work with a guy who is chugging his vaccine Kool-Aid. He is expressly arguing that a vaccinated person, even though they spread the virus, because they are vaccinated, spread a significantly weakened form of the virus. I try to tell him that's not true, and the only response is I'm watching too much Fox News and I've got my tinfoil hat on. I'm feeling like this is not one-off and thinking. Look, he says I can use his name even though it's a very old email. Look, the vaccine stuff that people still believe today... Yes, I'm frustrated. I know a lot of you are frustrated by it. Uh, But realize we all should probably be a little bit more merciful with these people because the propaganda campaign around everything having to do with COVID was one of the most extreme things I've ever seen in my entire life. They just went all in pushing everything down people's throats. And normal people... I mean people normal people can't withstand that much propaganda. All right. Again, it's gigantic email roundup night on a Friday on the Jesse Kelly show. It is me back in the chair live. Don't worry. I'm back. I had to go do fancy stuff. I had to go do f- I'm a very important celebrity, Chris. <laughs> All right. We'll be back. we'll be back with more emails. Hang on. it is the Jesse Kelly show on email roundup night and I need to definitely pick up the pace a little bit if we're actually going to get through this oh, 500 emails or so <laughs> might might want to pick up the pace on email roundup night on a Friday and ask Dr. Jesse Friday Jesse looking for a podcast on Caesar. Very little to be found. Hope you do an extensive history on this amazing general. I should do a Julius Caesar history podcast. That actually would be great. Who would do it better than me, Chris? <laughs> you have been having Medal of Honor Mondays, which are powerful stories. I've seen lately others have been starting to mirror your Medal of Honor re- respectful tributes. You know, I, I get people writing me all that all the time that... uh that so-and-so's doing it on on their show or or teachers are doing it, and, and you know what I say to that?, uh, good. That's the kind of thing we want to catch on. I have never been uh, I've never been the type that, that cares if somebody takes something I do and copies it basically. Why would I care? That's a, that's a compliment. That's flattery. Look, like I've said, Chris, if I wasn't me, I'd copy me too. What? What? I'm the best. Jesse, Frito Bandito, please. I'm trying to. The soundboard The soundboard is broken and I can't seem to play it. That sucks. Dang it. No Frito Bandito for you. Jesse, the prelude to your bathroom story, searching your 50-story office building for the best restroom, reminded me of uh, my wrestling coach 10 years ago. We'd have tournaments Friday nights and all-day Saturdays. The coaches on my team that, I, that coach with me would look for the, <laughs> for the executive deucer at every school we competed at, the locker room that was hard to find, or the faculty back room that was open down the dark hallway. This was essentially to the success of a weekend. <laughs> Good luck finding your executive deucer at the new studio, and thanks for what you do. All right. I feel like it's time. I realize it's off subject. It's time to go over this again. One, I am not a germaphobe. Let's be clear about this. I'm not a germaphobe. I'm not, you know, fist bump guy. You know, I'm not uh, uh, wiped down all the surfaces all the time guy. That's not at all who I am. I know you're not surprised by that. However, I am repulsed by public bathrooms, just grossed out to the max. I, I see the way people conduct themselves in there, they don't wash their hands. It grosses me out. And the public restrooms, people just chuck stuff all over the floor. They pee everywhere. It's just wretched, absolutely wretched. (laughs) So in the last building we were in, we were in the official iHeart building in, in downtown Houston. It was this gigantic skyscraper. Well, I figured out my key card gave me access to floors in that building I wasn't supposed to have access to. And I found the clean restroom. That was good, right? Well, now... Now we're in this new fancy studio that's just ours. But again, we don't own the building. Here's the problem. I have searched every floor for the cleanest restroom, the best restroom. The best restroom is ours. It's the one we already have. It's on our floor. Now that's a good thing you would think, but I have caught other people who I know are on other floors Doing the same thing and coming down using my restroom. So we have an official policy here at the Jesse Kelly show. If we catch somebody doing that, we turn out the lights. We turn out the lights. Look, there's a light switch in there. It's not motion sensitive. It's just one of the old school on off light switches. And there's no supplemental lighting. When you kill the light in there, it is black as midnight. Look. That's the new policy here on the Jesse Kelly show. Jesse, as a fan of the show, I'm demanding you bring back the weekly Jesse Kelly brief. I'm now stuck in the rabbit hole of these videos and need to bring them back ASAP. Too beeping funny. All right, let me explain what Jesse Kelly brief was because a lot of most people won't have any idea what he's talking about. One, they're still on YouTube, so if you want to go watch them, you can. He was Here was the thinking behind it. Remember, uh, about three years ago, a little over three years ago, I had gotten to know my mentor, Michael Barry really well, and he was pushing me towards a media career. I was uh, an RV sales manager at the time. I was selling RVs. And eventually, Michael and I start, we start brainstorming. I'd go over to his house. We'd have a couple of bourbons and we'd just brainstorm. What does that mean? Start a media career, right? I mean, you don't just, you don't just knock on the, the iHeart store. Uh, hey, I'd like a show. You know, it doesn't work that way. I don't just walk up to the first TV and tell him, hey, give me a TV show too. It doesn't work that way. Those were things that came after. So you have to figure out a way to put content out there. I tell people that all the time. Put something out there. It's You can do this all on your phone. Record something on your dumb phone and put it online and keep putting it online. I didn't know this, but you know how I do a TV show every single night, 9 p.m. Eastern on the first TV? When I was doing those idiotic Jesse Kelly brief shows, and they didn't hardly get any views at the time. I'm sure that probably has changed since then. When I was doing those the guys who were starting the first TV were watching those and cracking up and saying, Oh, that's our guy. That got me my TV gig. You know, put content out there. Anyway, what Jesse Kelly brief was Michael and I came up with this idea. And the idea was this. And we we kind of we 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 added things and took away things as we were coming up with the concept. This is what we finally settled on. I would sit down. I didn't have any equipment and I didn't have any money to buy equipment. So I just had to record this on my phone. So I had this little stand that, that my iPhone would sit down on and I'd record myself. And I would simply sit down. You would be looking at me, obviously. And then over my right shoulder, there'd be one of those pegboards where, you know, have the little pins and you, and you put things in there. I would have four stories generally and I would draw something terribly on the story because ho- I have horrible handwriting and I'm a horrible artist. But I would attempt to draw something on there you know, about the story. And then above the pegboard with the four stories on it, there'd be a clock. And the clock, this part drove people insane. The clock wasn't straight. The clock was crooked. And we made it crooked on purpose. It's just like a little way to troll people and get people mad. And... Everybody would write in and say, the, fix the clock. The clock's crooked. It was great. And then I didn't have, again, I didn't have any money and I don't know how to work technology. So I didn't know how to play music so people could hear it. I had uh, an iTunes list of songs on an old laptop. And I would simply press play and turn the volume all the way up on the laptop speakers. And then it was two minutes that was kind of the play on words, Jesse Kelly brief. It was brief. It was only 2 minutes long. To start the brief, I would take my remote and beep, I would start the timer and it would start counting down from 2 minutes and the deal was no matter what, no matter what when it beeped, when the timer ended, I had to stop and it was over. And so I would just hit play and then I would start I would rip a story off of the the pegboard and I'd do a little It's kind of like headlines I didn't get to. I would just do like a little glib saying on it and then toss the piece of paper and turn around and grab the other one. They're fun. I mean, they are fun. I'll be honest. I've thought about bringing them back in some capacity. I just don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how we would do that. And in my opinion, maybe this is stupid. In my opinion, I thought part of what made them fun and funny was how low end it was cuz it had to be low end that's a, that's a, was as high end as i could get it but now i mean the first tv and and premier networks they i mean it wouldn't be low end and if it was low end, it'd be forced low end unless I just did, maybe I could do it in my car or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. But either way, I've thought about bringing them back. Jesse Kelly brief. You can go look them up on YouTube. I don't know how many of them are there, but they were a lot of fun. They were a ton of fun. All right. We are going to continue with our email roundup. Don't forget, if you miss any part of the show, you can catch the whole thing on iHeart. Google, Spotify, and iTunes, all right? And you can email me, whatever, love, hate, death threats, ask Dr. Jesse questions, email jesse at jessiekellyshow.com. Are you stuck in a timeshare? Did you get a timeshare and now you can't get out? If that's the case, you should know something. You're not alone. That is very, very common. These timeshare companies, not all of them, but lots of them, they lock you in and you can't get out and you have to pay these annual fees and special assessments and the annual fees have nearly doubled in some cases and people feel trapped. They just feel like, oh, I'm stuck here forever. You're not. Call Lone Star Transfer. Lone Star Transfer has helped over 16,000 people just like you. They have 900 five-star reviews. A plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. The most amazing thing about it, in my opinion, is the guarantee. They guarantee the release of all liability to your timeshare in writing and in a specific time frame. How cool is that? Give them a call for a free, no obligation consultation. 844 310 2646. or online at lonestartransfer.com What, Chris? We can make jokes. It's fine. You got that right. The Jesse Kelly Show.
3: Shining
0: in.
5: It is the Jesse Kelly Show back in the chair on a Friday and Ask Dr. Jesse Friday and we are doing a massive email cleanup (laughs) of all all the emails that have been sitting here for a long time that were supposed to be on the air but that didn't sometimes I get distracted by stories and stuff and sometimes I don't get to as many as I probably (laughs) should on the show before I get to the rest of the emails though where are you sending your cell phone money every month I know how it works I know how it works. I know that money gets transferred automatically every month, almost undoubtedly. Almost undoubtedly. So you probably don't even think about it. But where it go? Are you sending money to Verizon every month? To AT&T every month? T-Mobile? Pure Talk is right there. You know, one of the reasons the average family saves over $800 a year when they switch to Pure Talk... Pure Talk doesn't have all these stores that you're paying for. That, that Verizon store that's every 50 feet, you're paying for those. Pure Talk is on the same 5G network as one of those big guys. They're not a disgusting communist company. Their CEO's a Vietnam veteran. Their customer service is based in America. You call, you talk to someone who speaks English. Switch to Pure Talk today. When you use the code or would you, would you, from your cell phone, would you dial pound two fifty and use the code Jesse Kelly? You'll save an additional fifty percent off your first month. You dial pound two five zero from your cell phone and just say Jesse Kelly. Pound two five zero, say Jesse Kelly and switch to Pure Talk. All right, all right. Back to the emails. Remember, I don't know what's coming. I, I have these turned over. Chris can verify. I have them turned over. I don't know what's in here. Dear Jesse. Actually, says, Dr. Jesse, thank you. Please respect the fake title I've given myself. Biden It's clearly going to reach a point where he's doing more harm than good. He might already be there. What will it look like when the radicals decide it's time for him to go? This is obviously old, but this goes right along with the prediction I've been making. I think he's already there. I think Joe Biden is officially at the point that, look, the Democratic Party nationally, they're not popular right now. That's not exactly news. But Joe Biden is actually less popular than the Democratic Party. He's bringing them down. Notice, notice you don't see Joe Biden out there campaigning for anybody. Notice that? Now, obviously, he doesn't have the, the brain power or the energy for it, but he is the president of the United States of America. Remember, every single Democrat in the House of Representatives is running for re-election as we speak. One-third of the Democrats in the Senate, or one-third of the Senate, they're all running for re-election or to get elected as we speak. Joe Biden is not out there campaigning for a single one of them. Why do you think that is? That's because he's a liability. That's because if Joe Biden comes into town to campaign for you, You look worse. It wouldn't give you a bump in the polls. It would hurt you. That means Joe Biden officially is a weight around the neck of the Democratic Party, and they know it. Remember, these people don't have any care about anything, but they do poll everything, right? They have the polls. They know Joe Biden sucks. They know Joe Biden's unpopular. They know Joe Biden is underwater on virtually every single issue that matters to Americans. So he's dragging the party down. What I have said, and again, this is just a theory. I don't have any. I tell you when I have inside information, do I not? I don't have any inside information when it comes to this. But I'm telling you right now, I have a feeling that the Democrats are going to run Joe Biden out of the White House after the midterms. I I would say they do it beforehand, but that's too much chaos beforehand. And I know people say, when I say that, they say, well, the backup is Dome. Dome isn't more popular than than Joe Biden. No, she's not more popular than Joe Biden. But getting him out of the way frees up space. The same way... uh, Your football team, you ever have a football team of yours fire the head coach mid-season when the team's sucking it up? Is the backup, the, the quarterback coach who has to step in as the interim coach, is he better than the head coach? No, but you're unloading the burden at the top and freeing up some room. I believe they will run him out of office because he is doing them more harm than good. Now, look, remember though, this is still a bit of huge win for Democrats. Huge win. They have aggressively, aggressively expanded their reach over the last year and a half. Big time. They have put their people in place all throughout the government. They've put their judges in place. They're still using these COVID rules. They, have, they own every branch of the government completely now. FBI, FBI DOJ, CDC, I mean, the, the whole thing. They own it all. So, yeah, they're facing a a bad midterm election. There's no question about it. But let's not kid ourselves. This hasn't been some loss for them. They're not looking at this last year and a half and going, ah, man, shoot. That that stunk. They're looking at all this destruction because, remember, destruction is the goal. And they're thrilled about it. All right. This one, I'm famously against term limits. I know that that's the least popular take in the world. I can see everybody typing me an email, is hate mail now. I just this is what I believe. The chiefs of staff, the longtime staffers, if they're not term limited too, they just become the ones that hold all the power. That's one and two. Let's say you term limit Nancy Pelosi let's say you term limit Nancy Pelosi. All right, I, who who wouldn't want grandma vodka out of there, right? Woohoo, get rid of Nancy Pelosi. What have you actually solved when you do that? Do you think that you were going do you think you're going to term limit Nancy Pelosi and then the next person elected from Nancy Pelosi's district is going to be some bloodthirsty right-winger who's out there fighting for the things you want? No. It's going to be the next Corrupt Democrat that's worked his way up through the system and gets elected, and he walks right into Nancy Pelosi's office. Nancy Pelosi again, she wouldn't. If you were to term limit these people, it's not like they they go to the unemployment line. They're not going to be out there roofing with you. If you term limit these people, they just go right to a lobbying firm. They just go right to a news organization. All her staff remains. All her policies remain. You just get a new face on the same crappy policies they've already been pushing. Yes, I want all these people gone too. All of them. But term limits are not the answer. And remember this. We do elect these people. As much as you hate AOC, Nancy Pelosi, they are elected. Nobody wants to hear this and it sucks to say but it is 100% true. Here in America we get the government we deserve. Now I'm, that sucks for you cuz obviously you don't deserve it but the country as a whole we get the government we deserve. All right, but this guy's going to argue with me about term limits. I'm going to I'm going to argue. In just a second, hang on.
4: Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get
1: your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought patterns.